1: Welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Smiley back in the DC area, BWI Airport. I just got off my BWI stop from uh, the Ultimate Sphere Competition, did the train to Philly and to the second Philly in the world named Trenton. So we were uh, excited to see a, a wonderful lady, Mel E.B., win the competition of Ultimate Sphereger in Philly. So how are you, Andrea?
2: Congratulations to her. I am doing very, very well. Um, I'm calling from our sponsor, MyMakeupLady.com's office again. And uh, things are excellent and hunky-dory. How about that? <laughs> so uh, so how many people competed? About 20. Oh, nice. Glad yeah. to hear that. Uh, uh, so Mel B. took it with a winning sweep, huh? Mel
1: well, E.B. And she didn't, well, I mean, it's called a competition so she had to go through all the ranks it wasn't like she talked to the first second and then they said you know what all y'all need to go home because it's going to be a clean sweep there's just no point in competing anymore so
2: <laughs> well wouldn't that be fun competition.
1: and and big props to Kristoff for attracting very heart driven leaders and speakers and uh there were a lot of wonderful speakers there um so it was a good competition
2: I bet it was. uh, I had uh, lots of friends there. Uh, Well, not a lot, but a a handful of them. Uh, David uh, Chemensky, I always say his butcher his last name, Austin Haynes, Raul Myron, a couple others. So I, I told them to make sure they got keep smiling pictures and they all said that they did. So they're excited to be part of the movement. So I'm really glad that you were able to run into all of them.
1: Well, you met uh, Austin Haynes uh, through our Philadelphia Mixer, if I recall. Yeah,
2: yeah. We became friends after meeting him, after uh, you had uh, Gordon uh, um, Brodecki and Andrew Ibram. Ibram. Uh, have uh, host us and we went up and did a, a Philly mixer. Austin and I became friends and so we've been uh, playing along doing some fun things and he's going to be joining us. You're going to see him again this weekend. Uh, so uh, Those of you who don't know we're having an event called Leaders Amped for Change Experience. The Leaders Amped for Change Experience. And AMP stands for Authenticity, Music, Philanthropy, Entrepreneurship and Duty. So we're having speakers Speakers and all of those different areas uh share different messages of positivity and uh the monies that are brought in are it, it's by donation only to uh come in so you can donate what at what level is comfortable for your life and uh your heart and ken will be speaking at it i will be uh, don riley who's been on the show and then some new people uh that i'm excited for you to meet ken uh ui collins that we talked about with don riley ui collins is bootsy collins's son um and then one of his band members Tim Colby will be playing as well so uh, super fun and then god you will love goddess goddess is, the goddess is coming <laughs> oh, good good well, that is, yeah. that
1: is way up there and and by the way th- uh, congratulations uh, Austin says he really enjoys working with you
2: Yeah, he's adorable. You'll learn more about that. We're um, figuring out how we're just um, loving on each other and helping uh, bring some love to both of the things that we're doing together. And so uh, you'll learn more about that once that gets uh, uh, solidified and and so forth. So um, I've just been uh, so far supporting him and volunteering to do some things, and we'll see what happens from there. So it's pretty good.
1: Well, I have uh, this shirt here, Live to be Legendary. And I got an Uber ride this morning from the gentleman who has this movement in Philly. And we had a great conversation. And he said, what size are you? And I said, I am pandemic large. And he says, I have one of those shirts. So I am wearing that. And thank goodness I was because I had a second shirt here. I don't know if you can see it, but it has Ralph's, uh Ralph. Oh, uh, Wise
2: Wolf. Yeah, Wise yes. Wolf.
1: Yeah, and so he's uh, he gave me a shirt yesterday, and it just was no matter what shirt I wore, the you know you can only plan for thirty seven degrees Celsius or Fahrenheit. I'm sorry, Fahrenheit in a in an Amtrak. So I was very thankful I had this second shirt. Living to be legendary to add to the wise wolf.
2: Yeah, uh, Raul's a really really nice guy, and he'll be at the event as well. So yeah, I, I
1: wish he liked to smile. That's the only thing you know. If he if he liked to smile, that'd be awesome. <laughs>
2: Oh well, I I I haven't got to meet him in person. I've only met him on uh, Zoom and so forth. So I really enjoy who he is and how he shows up. So good people. And Where's then Dave, the David event? did Where's you get to meet and talk with David much? David,
1: David Austin,
2: immense oh, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, we'll have to have you uh, be on his show. He has a radio show as well. So that'd be a good, good fit for you. Um, Would you like me to do
1: the sponsors? I would, I would, but one second. Since you brought up the event, where's the event and... Give the event date, time, and location. Thank
2: you. Yes, it's July 31st from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Right around the corner from Ken. It's at the Cambria Arundel uh, Hotel and Conference Center. And uh, so we have the ballroom there. And so I'm really looking forward to everyone who wants to come out from the DMV area or flies in. We have some people coming in from Philly. Oh, speaking of uh, Philly, New Jersey, you mentioned that um, Dr. Vinny. You got to, got to be there as well with his staying alive outfit. Uh, so, yeah. um, and I met him through um, Sean Callagy's Unblinded Mastermind that I, I that I'm in. So super great. And the, and you went with me to the American Foundation for the Blind and met Vinny. So
1: did I did, and he has a beautiful book, well researched, and it's making some impact. So we,
2: we're good.
1: We, we actually want to have a lot of people that have secrets of vitality um, be part of his movement, staying alive.
2: I, that that's a beautiful movement. I, I I certainly loved him when I first met him in the mastermind. I knew I wanted to work with him, and then when we went, uh, he offered to come and pick us up in Philly and take us to the event in New York there or uh, in New Jersey and drive us up to New York. Uh, what a doll! That was that was superly super thankful. Remember how horrible rainy it was? And
1: <laughs> in fact, this is where we got the uh, the LT photo at that at that event. Yes, that was, that was awesome.
2: Yeah that was a very very good event.
1: I think it's sponsorship time. I really think do. so
2: too. So we want to thank Voice America Influencers Channel, The Red Carpet Connection, The Umbrella Syndicate, Ample Affluence, Perfect Publishing, MyMakeupLady.com, Menfashion.com. And we want to remind you to love on www.TheKeepSmilingMovement.org, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. Uh, we are 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to dental and mental health. And again, uh, we'll be one of the recipients of the donations for the event July 31st in Hanover, Maryland.
1: Awesome. We should have Sean there. That's what I think.
2: I would love for Sean to come. So uh, people probably wondering who we're talking about when I say Sean. So yeah, let that's me almost
1: a transition. It's almost a transition opportunity to bring his bio. In.
2: <laughs> I think it is. Let me get him on camera here. And uh, if you'll go ahead and unmute yourself and turn on your camera, I'll share a little bit about this wonderful man, of my, a friend of mine that I just adore, who's got some wonderful new things to share. This is Sean Starr from A Society Authority. He's a top branding and high revenue strategist. Um, he's been doing this for uh, two decades with the most powerful venture capital firms in Wall Street. He has a background in Wall Street. Clients include Mark Cuban, the most prominent brands in our world, the largest real estate developer, the largest hospital health network, and leading venture capital firms. And internationally, he's working with the largest investment banking merger and acquisition firm in China. It's called China Merchants Bank. It's the 22nd in the world's largest international companies. And they all trust and rely on Sean Starr for the most innovative and explosive revenue ramping. Currently, he's partnered with one of the most Expensive and extensive uh, technologies ever created in our world. It's through the NASA Department of Defense and the visionaries such as SpaceX Elon Musk have co-developed this alien technology that has proven the laws of science wrong. This technology is currently running through the International Space Station. And he has partners who include a general who's second in command at NATO, founders of companies such as Booking.com, Resorts.com, Ala Vista, the first search. Engine and Radio Shack, and partners of the most powerful cryptocurrencies such as BitShares, Steemit, EDS, and contributors to Bitcoin. Uh, We met Sean, or I met Sean. I don't know that you, I don't know if you met him the year that
1: you. I am, I'm very sad to say, Sean, that I have not met you. And oh, wow. Yeah, this, this really is not good. I'm not happy about it at all.
3: Yeah. you know the uh man i was trying to read a book and get some counseling about humbleness and humility but after that intro i mean it's all gone now what am i gonna do so <laughs> that's a that's good publicist editorial writing right there that like, yeah,
1: solid it is solid i mean i almost wanted to take one of your jets over to meet you
3: after hearing that one Man, I wish I ha- I have one of those, but it's like miniature size. So what's the difference, right? <laughs> if only we were miniaturized, then we can put on board it. So, so tell
1: me about this background you have. Uh, I mean, I'm jealous because I have this really lame background today. I'm I'm at my studio at BWI, and it's it needs some work here. We're gonna we're gonna fix it up so you you're proud of my background, like I'm proud uh, of you. Pop
2: up a virtual one, Ken, with one of the cool things from you've been one of your world travels.
1: Maybe I will. Maybe I will. For, for,
2: for Peru. Peru, put Machu Picchu up.
1: Oh, Machu Picchu, I could do that one.
2: That's
3: that is
1: a yeah, good
2: one. I would love to see that.
3: What, what, what about uh, put up your uh, put up a background from when you went to when you guys went maybe like Playboy Manager or something exciting, right? right? Yeah, right. Oh. I, I have that, I do have that actually.
2: Yeah,
1: I did the last one there is pretty cool. Yeah,
2: Ken and I went uh, two times, years, and then I went to a third one at a Halloween party. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Right now, I'm, I'm looking for something really that's going to impress you. There we go.
2: There we go. Oh, <laughs> Look, Ken with hair. <laughs> hair. <laughs> something
3: pretty
1: up there. That's good. You got to put
3: something pretty up there. But
1: what is that background? <laughs> what is the background there?
3: Oh, it's completely virtual. It looks so, good. Yeah, like yeah I'm not sure what it is, but we got to find all three of us got to find that place with a couple of uh, martinis, right? And, you know, yeah it's much better to do it this way so no so,
1: uh i i like your logo it's uh a v there and it's not a v it's a a upside down a i realized that after almost having a martine i was like how could he how could he have a v when there's two a's here
3: uh, the a also represents the meetings that we are you know the help that we're going to need to get from all the drinks <laughs> and lifestyle of this business so
2: yeah. So that logo, Ken, is the affluent attorney's business. Yes. So he has two of them there. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> yeah. Very I, interconnected.
1: Yeah, I dig it. It's it's pretty cool. It, it took me a minute there because the V was to trip me out. I mean, I'm still waking up a little bit here. And even though it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you have a fantastic website and great information. I you, You're the guy to know, that's for sure. So let's uh, let's back up a little bit and let the audience know this wasn't like luck. It didn't, you didn't weren't like one year old and someone said, hey, you know what? You really are an amazing baby. Let me give you all these jets and boats and uh, big accounts and access to Wall Street. Or did they? Did they? I wish. Those are not mine
3: for sure. That's why we write about them, you know. It's yeah. part of like uh, part of the dream, you know, part of the goal, part of the inspiration of something to read for and shoot for so well it it, it looks percent. very yeah you make dreams
1: happen is is a good way to put it because you give access access is a really powerful uh skill set and also power to have so let's, let's back up and uh talk about where you were born and uh you know what life was like then
3: you know i was uh born in houston so we're in the south but um have a little bit of the southern accent but um Just Houston, Texas, and it's the third largest city, fastest growing city now. Um, Obviously, you know, we have the best barbecue, no winter whatsoever. Do you think that's the reason? What's that?
1: you think that's the reason why it's the third fastest growing city?
3: Uh, I think it's a reason. I think the fact that we have no winter is probably the reason why we have the best barbecue in the planet, because we're always outside outside (laughs) practice. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, uh, weather issues whatsoever. No barriers. I hadn't
1: thought of that great reason, but that is certainly.
3: And the heat is so hot here that you just throw the meat on the grill. You don't need charcoal. You don't even need to light it. Just close it. The heat's so hot outside. It's just automatic.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you're born in Houston, uh, fastest growing city, and we've obviously told the the audience to stop moving there because you know the faster it grows, the more it is traffic. So we don't want anyone else coming there. Let 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 him have peace right now, okay? Right, John.
3: We're famous for road rage here, so anybody you tell, make sure you tell your listeners anybody that wants to move here and gets on our freeways, wear a bulletproof vest. So.
1: <laughs> Good so, deal. So what was what was childhood like before you got into road rage?
3: You know, honestly, it's just typical childhood um you know indiana jones adventure in the head you know the the what um, way like like what you know in the playground you know going to the woods for exploration uh you know i was a good kid you know maybe like three to five years old i was very good very clean very pure in the sense that I may I smoke no more than 3 or 4 cigarettes a day. That's it. In the woods with my friends. That's it. We kept it to a minimum to keep things clean. So That's good. We're we're all proud of you here, obviously.
1: Um, so anything happened in your childhood that uh was indicative or a defining moment for you becoming who you are now?
3: You know, it's hard to say, but I would say like the playgrounds I mean, where we dreamed and had adventure, but also the other thing too is coming from United States here, it was very big in my generation, which might be similar to y'all's is uh, we played Monopoly a lot. And so Monopoly, that's how we learn what is business or real estate or just have fun, because we know we have to all become an adult one day and Monopoly is great, you know, to throw you know, teaches you to throw the dice, teaches you how to move to move fast to uh I'm stay off part. people's property yep. stay I'm off people's private property <laughs> you could <can> obey
1: <laughs> you know uh do you know do you know the history of why monopoly became so big that no i'd love to know that one so uh check out the documentary on netflix it's it's fantastic uh and and i'll tell you i'll just give you the the 30 second so um the people that designed monopoly it was actually a round uh board initially and oh wow the guy was trying to get funding and, you know, it really wasn't taking off, but this one guy, like a, 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 a crop guy, like uh, saw McDonald's, you know, someone saw Monopoly and the depression happened and there was nothing to do except fantasize. You could have money and property. So the game took off during the depression and they bought the rights to it. And they were so smart because had they not bought the rights and they just bought that they could have the game, it wouldn't have exploded. It's, it's, it's a very, very huge enterprise right now. Is massive. It's like a Disney. So if you check out the Netflix, it it, it will definitely uh, entertain you. How big that got.
3: Yeah, the new generation also. Yes. The new generation as well is
1: very very heavy on that. Well, and they have a Monopoly tournament, and and uh, Mr. Monopoly comes out and presents a check. I think it's for one hundred and ten thousand dollars or one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for winning the World Monopoly tournament. Wow. Okay. So you, I mean, you'll learn about that all in the documentary. And as much as I know, you want to talk about that part for the next forty minutes. We're going to talk about you. All right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which is more fake money and miniature cars and miniature, miniature planes? It's exactly the same as Monopoly. All I <laughs> well, have is fake money, miniature cars, and miniature planes. Well.
1: I'm really excited to know you uh, because Andrea said you really make big things happen. So I know you're being humble and uh, and uh, humorous, but I, w- I want to ask you, like, tell me tell me what this what you do for people because this is a uh, it's very fantastic to see these images, and I know what you're doing uh, with big events. So share your secrets. Uh, share what what your, our audience could do to work with you.
3: Well, we did. Two things is um, I started out typical, I think for a lot of people, our generation, it was kind of typical for our generation when we were younger to, especially in Texas, to do either oil and gas, real estate or medical because it's Houston. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of uh, typical for everyone to go one of those directions. But then we also had like sales and sales changed my life. My first job, I did a uh, boiler room telemarketing. Really? So, yeah. You know, Oh man, it was amazing. <laughs> going in there. We were selling travel. I didn't know it was scams at the time. Pest control services over the phone. Um, it's like actually one of my favorite movies, um, American honey with Shia LaBeouf, mm. uh, probably one of the greatest movies ever made. And it won some of the greatest awards ever made. I wouldn't consider it as a movie or documentary. I think a lot of people ask what's going to happen next when you have movies, when you have documentaries well, like, is there anything new that could come out? That's the movie American Honey. If you haven't seen it, you have to seen it. It changed my entire life. No, I'm um, taking, I'm taking it, It's about it's about young kids. See, we all know about this young kids. And I did this when I was younger. I responded to an ad and then I wound up getting in the back of a van with a bunch of strangers from all over the United <laughs> States. And we all we did was travel and knock on doors. You remember, we were not used to knock on doors and sell magazine subscriptions. Right magazine subscriptions. So you could just imagine like at night, we're young and hormone filled and just, you know, completely blank and, you know, no morals and, you know, learning sales and just, it's just amazing. It just taught me sales. That's how I got started. And then I got into, um, to wall street, uh, as a stockbroker, which is a fancy name, for telephone solicitor cold caller telephone solicitor <laughs> sounds better it looks better in a business card to say stockbroker back in the days than to say telephone solicitor harassment you know <laughs> I mean was it anything like wolf the wolf on wall street actually it's funny you said that I used to work for Stratton Oakmont yeah Jordan Belford so yeah oh, I actually worked for him back then there's a lot of good stories that they did not put in the movie that I really miss really really good movie
1: uh so, since they're really good stories would you would you mind sharing a, a two-minute one
3: yeah you know i have one there like okay like one of the things in Stret Oak month that i don't think they put into the movie is when i remember when i got my first sale that was over ten thousand. you know i mean uh n- n- 10,000 total investment i got a small commission off of that but it was still a big deal it's my first time so mm-hmm. i remember <clears> the guy saying okay you just turned in your order they said is that a tie your dad bought you and i said what's wrong with my tie They said you know it looks like a pretty nice tie it's probably sentimental because your dad bought it too take off that tie and i said why they said you'll see just trust me and so they they said you just did your first major sale so i took off the tie they gave me a cheap one they had a drawer full of like cheap kmart ties or walmart it's like the version of walmart so i put on this tie and they said you're going to thank us for this later so after i did the sale they came and they cut part of my tie i didn't know this they all grabbed me and pinned me to the chair and they cut it and they got my business card put it on the tie and put it up against the wall but i have another story real quick that goes with that and when i first started cold calling in wall street and it was waffle wall street they remember they didn't have iced coffee back then or cold brew everything was hot coffee only remember so right. they invented cold brew coffee and I mean, let me tell you why is because The the receptionist used to come in the mornings when you're a cold caller and they set this huge, huge glass on my chair, threw ice in there and poured the blackest coffee you've ever seen in your entire life. It looked like coal tar and they Uh. poured it in there. And I said, no, I'm sorry, I don't drink coffee. She said, you have to drink this. I'm pouring half and you're going to shoot it. I said, no, I don't drink coffee. She said, if you don't drink coffee. And the other guy said, they said, get your stuff and get out of here. I said, what? Why? They said, because you're about to get jacked up. So they poured that coffee and poured it in there and we had to do shots of coffee for the caffeine. And we were to get jolted. We were just yep. jolted. And the reason why we didn't do hot, because if it's hot, it burns your mouth. When it's cold, it doesn't burn your mouth and you can actually shoot a whole glass. Cause there's no burn. So they forced us to drink this coffee and eyes became twice the size. You know, our whole body was just like, we just got <laughs> electrocuted and got on those phones and we were like aggressive rage screaming into those phones you know so you know you know slinging stock stock of the day you know wolf of wall street as you guys saw those are some of the best memories of my life are they Oh and without a doubt and so why aren't you still doing it uh you know the sec shut that down regulations <laughs> yeah i mean it doesn't seem fair does it i mean there's people
1: trying to make a living
3: yeah. And not only that, but I mean, had a good time, you know, that, <laughs> you know, that's buzzkill, you know, buzzkill is not a good thing. So
1: yeah, it doesn't seem fair because you, you were making money, you were helping the economy out and you were having lots of fun. I mean, that is really admirable.
3: Yeah. I mean, we were helping, you know, lots of senior citizens buy you know, um, the most aggressive gross stock that would mature 30 to 40 years later. So <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we were being positive about their life expectancy, is what we were doing.
1: Yeah, I, I know. That, that's what I was going to say. You're you're like an eternal optimist. So beautiful. <laughs> I swear it's getting uh, dusty here. I'm I'm sentimental by how big your heart is that you would do such a thing for the elderly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, there's good news to this too. I, I could call you Doctor Smiley, right?
1: Yes, you can. You can oh, call me Ken Doctor or Dr. Smiley. Huh? You can call me Ken or Doctor Smalley, but don't call me the Wolf on Wall Street.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The Wolf of Radio. There you go. There you go. The wolf of Broadcast. How about that? That's but cool. But yeah, you know the 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 um <clears throat> the thing about the life expectancy is we also had companies that could extend your life, guaranteed minimum sixty to seventy years, so you could actually ideally go up to two hundred years old. At least that's what we are told on the conference call. But you know, somehow that didn't work out too well. But you know. It's Wolf of Wall Street, you know, it is, yes. what it is. And he's out speaking. I mean, he's 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 a he's a superstar. He's a big speaker now. Yeah, there's lots of stories that he did not put. I kind of wonder why he didn't put them, but because but, a lot of the times he never came out to the boiler room. He was always in the back office and no one ever saw him. It was he was uh, like uh, Elvis, you know, you just I, I can tell you the reason why. It is honestly the budget for the
1: movie. They, they did not have enough budget and enough time that anyone could sit like a, a godfather. I mean, they, there were so many stories, not not that I know them, but I, that's what happens in great movies are great stories about true stories. They, they say it's based on a true story because they can't fit it all in. Um, I mean, Frank Shankowitz, he wrote uh, in our Dose of Hope book all the stuff that wasn't put into the movie that was just cut and they just can't fit it all in. and. It, some movies take three years, some take six years. I mean, they just take a long time, a lot of money to produce something that's going to be beautiful. And they did such a great job with that movie. It's kind of like, yeah, they missed some parts, but it didn't take away from the experience.
3: Oh, I'm hoping there's going to be a part two. So. That would
1: be amazing. That would be amazing. Okay, so from there, uh, tell us uh, how you became the star.
3: Well, you know, uh, not necessarily a star yet, but that's in working. But um, I was, a like I said, we did cold calling. And so I was working in Wall Street and just I'll tell you what, can you, can you help
1: out with that? I mean, I, I, you, you're an expert at taking a phone call cold and turn it into something that's convertible, right? Mm-hmm. Well, kind of. It, well, it's, it, it's very apparent. So put hum, the humble aside. You wouldn't <laughs> be working there in the boiler room or anything like it if you weren't closing, because that's the name of the game. Period. ABC, always be closing. It'd be closing. Great movie, right? Glenn Ross, I mean, geez. And did they, they showed that part in the movie? Did they show that? Glenn Ross, Glenn Gary? They did not
3: in that movie, right? Yeah, Somewhere? yeah. They showed the Alec Baldwin part. Yeah. yeah he gave the yeah. greatest sales speech in the history of the planet. Yeah. It it, it was like liquid caffeine to the body. So we still, I still watch that weekly. It yeah. It comes up and jacked up. It is a
1: phenomenal three or four minutes. It's it, it, it just brilliant. And a phenomenal
3: is, three or four minutes?
1: No, that, that, that part that where he. Sh- oh, yeah, that,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we just said phenomenal three or four minutes. That's, you know, sounds familiar what I told my, uh, you know. uh, Yeah, never mind. We'll get into that later. Never mind. All right. So I was going to say, can you give
1: the audience a couple of tips, what you do on a phone that would make someone get engaged and consider opening their wallet?
3: The tips are, have a good pitch planned out, obviously, and focus on what they want focus on the benefit rather than the features. I think sales is kind of dead now, and people are focused in sales on the benefit, uh, the features instead of the benefits. Right. Meaning, meaning, like if you see a guy come in and a fer- to buy a Ferrari, your Ferrari salesman, why do they talk to you about the engine and all these other things? All they have to do is say, "Look, when you pull up to that red light, and there's a bunch of." College girls to the left and Victoria's Secret to the right, they have to wipe the drool off of their mouth and you're going to need the speed of the car because they're going to try to jump in the back of your car. And sold, sold, you know, direct. Exactly. Benefits. Exactly. <clears throat>
1: Well, cool. So uh, we're going to go to break real quick. I got a couple uh, notes that we are going over. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. And uh, thank you so much, Sean, for being on the show. This is such a, an amazing uh, experience to hear how you've grown with the boiler room and up. <laughs> just boiling up. <laughs> so, Andre, if, if you'll take us out with your sponsors.
2: Yes. Uh, thank you so much to Voice America Influencers Channel, The Umbrella Syndicate, The Red Carpet Connection, Perfect Publishing, dot menfashion.com, and mymakeuplady.com. And again, love on www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org, saving lives with smiles to create a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. And we'll be back after these messages.
0: sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice
3: America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page.
0: Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. We don't follow, we
3: lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify.
1: All right, this is Dr. Smiley Wolf of Voice America Wall Street. Is that the new name I have, Sean? I can't remember what it was completely. Wolf of Broadcast. <laughs> that is so much shorter. I do like that. Hey, um, you probably noticed I changed. I remember I told you I was going to go change. Look like the same shirt. It does. That's it the deceiving part. But I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the breast shot. Here you go. There you go. Boom.
3: Whoa. Oh, Whoa! Wow. Whoa!
1: Is that cool? And this is Raúl Marin, and he is a, a poet, and he is. Really, one of the, the coolest DJs, uh, and he's in my area, and I met him in Philly, so I'll be working with him again this Sunday. So he's, he's going to be excited to watch this show and hear that his shirt was shown because you called me the wolf of broadcasting. Yep. <laughs> and by the way, you cannot say Raul Maron; You have to say, Raul, like that. Oh, I love <laughs> oh, wow. oh, I love it. Isn't that crazy? Um,
2: yeah, Raul's a doll. <laughs> So you guys, we'll have so much fun. I'm so excited.
1: So I I heard, I heard hear you've done an event before or been associated with an event. Isn't that crazy? Us? How the word got out, yeah.
3: Yeah, actually, it's kind of strange. It's like working in venture capital and marketing and strategy. Um, you know, when you first start, we do some horrible things. You know, there was a terrible thing back in the days we used to do called billboards you know nobody actually uh uh calls those when you see those you you see them but you don't actually call can i tell you my favorite can
1: i tell you my favorite billboard of course i love. okay i love the billboard that you're driving by and it says illiterate call
2: (laughs) (laughs) the word illiterate even for people who can if read you're illiterate challenging. <laughs> wow
3: <laughs> that's really good I like that you really can have like it
2: <laughs>
3: yeah it's kind of like uh, the other billboard that would say um, if you want to change your life and your biggest issue is procrastination then call this number today so <laughs> <laughs> call us number next week next week yeah we have to, <laughs> right. we have to cater to them call us number yeah. later in the future yeah hopefully you'll drive by hope you'll
1: drive by this billboard again
3: Yeah. Well, fortunately, when you're in that position, those people only get one shot because they don't have the gas money or working car to drive by a second
1: time. Oh, you know, you know, my second favorite, and it's a runner up to your 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 one right there, is when there's a billboard and there's a big uh, QR code, and you're like driving. those are fun those are good
3: (laughs) so you see the guys with the hands out the window trying to hold up and they're the ones that cause. that's what's causing all the accidents
1: oh the tow the tow truck companies are the ones putting those up
2: (laughs) oh oh. Oh, does the QR code automatically go to them
3: (laughs) okay hey you know what you're right I've seen that because that same tow truck that always shows up But it says something like amplified towing. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) is that yeah? Does does that sound familiar to you? Amplified.
1: We can we can we can talk about splitting the profits after the show. Let's just keep this on the down.
2: Well, you might be able to integrate your affluent attorneys with that.
1: (laughs) Hey, you know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, what you do as a service and how our audience can benefit, have a better year, better life because of the the tips you give.
3: Oh, Actually, I was going to say, so we have two sides of it. So we did marketing for a while. So we discovered really quickly that the goal of marketing, PR, advertising, promotion, however you want to word it. Um, that the main foundational elements were branding and positioning, which is much higher level version mm-hmm. of marketing. But um, what we learned was that for most product, service, or business, that live events, if your brand and product service is conducive to it, <laughs> that live events is where you get your biggest ROI gains of any other form. <laughs> so, for instance, if you're um, – Kind to think let's say like um, uh, a wedding cake maker and you go to bridal extravaganza. I mean, why would you do Google TV radio billboard? Why would you do that to reach brides when you go to the let's say a convention like Bridal extravaganza and it has like thirty thousand brides. They pay $20 to park, $20 to get in. It tells you the date of when their wedding is. They're excited. They're pumped. It's not like you met them at Starbucks and they're like, oh, I'm busy. Or, oh, I'd like to check out your ad, uh, oh, clicking this link, but my internet's messed up. <clears> or I don't have time. Or I'm kind of driving right now, so I don't want to get in an accident. They're right in front of you saying, what is it that you have? So when you're the cake maker, they become friends with you, with your wife, with your daughter, whatever it is. And they immediately signed the deal. There's nothing greater than face-to-face marketing. There's just nothing greater than face-to-face. And so we learned, just like I'd seen people that would go to music festivals and they'd have the worst salsa I've ever heard in my life that I've ever seen. And I'd say, you know, whatever, Stephanie Salsa. And I'd say, how are you selling the salsa for like $20? She said, they buy anything because it's a big crowd. And I said, well, what's, I mean, what's the attraction to the salsa? She said, well, we use real, authentic, all-natural tomatoes. And I thought, is there such a thing as a fake artificial tomato? Because <laughs> I've never even heard of this before. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they would have sold out everything there. And that music festival, art show, outdoor festival, people just buy stuff. They just want to swipe cards. They're holding a margarita. There was family. They have nowhere to go. They're having a great time. There's nothing greater than face-to-face <clears throat> marketing and face-to-face. Totally. You know, I I actually have a
1: a story. I'm happy that you brought this up. We met in the uh, Ultimate Spirit Competition, these eight kids that were from We Love Philly. Now, I'm pointing at my shirt because that's what they should have had. We Love Philly on the shirt. They all had different types of shirts. Some of them were just white T-shirts. And then it was they asked for the donation to make We Love Philly better to help kids in Philly. And they passed around a red bag uh, to put money into it. And I just couldn't believe, I don't know for a fact, but I couldn't believe people were going into their wallet and pulling a 20 out and putting it in the bag. I just didn't see it, okay? And so I said to the host, I said, may I make a comment? He said, sure, go ahead and make a comment. I said, you guys are with an organization called We Love Philly. Can I ask you why you're not wearing a shirt that says We Love Philly on the shirt? And then when you had your ask of how you can help us, buy one of our shirts for 20. Because they're in, we're in Philly. Like why, most people would say, who cares about $20? I get a shirt that says We Love Philly, I love Philly. <laughs> Right? Mm-hmm. And they make about $15 in each shirt. That's way more money, I think, than they would have made with that ask of white t-shirts. And You can't even take them seriously. They're not branding. And then I had this quote I saw on Facebook, that's what I was looking up, uh, and it's not hitting the brand like I'd like it to, but it says, your smile is your logo, your personality is your business card, and how you leave others feeling after having experience with you is your trademark. Not too shabby.
3: <clears throat> really deep. deep.
1: Now I see you looking up there. Do you have a, a parrot, or do you have someone? Uh, what are you? What are you looking at when you go like this? I want to know.
3: Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't realize I was doing that. No, I uh, have a, a fiance, my wife to be, and she just walked into the room. And you know, whenever well, she comes uh, into the room, I have to. I I, have guess, to. I can't help. Especially if she accidentally drops something mm-hmm. and has to pick it up so you know sorry i, I just you know, so. hey adding
1: adding romance this uh, to this show is always one, <laughs> one of our objectives so thank you for There's adding another
2: that. aspect to her too ken she is a model yeah in the beauty industry so they are um are you allowed to reveal that yet sean am i taking things- yeah
3: and i know what y'all are thinking yeah she's pretty model uh fashion uh how did this guy get her so obviously you guys understand that, you know, she has severe vision problems, but, you know, it works in our favor, right? You know, it was, uh, what was that movie with Jack Black where they he saw the girl different than what she was? Yes. Uh, I don't remember uh, the movie. but Shallow I remember. how Shallow Howl. How. Yes, yes. Shallow Howl. That
1: was yeah, a great so movie. It was like
3: God put her, she sees me, I look like. Brad Pitt, Calvin Klein underwear model, but everyone else like sees something entirely different, but I'm okay with that. It's like permanent beer goggled. So, <laughs> well, how can I complain about that? Find a, find a girl that's the most stunning girl you've ever met that has severe vision problems is my advice. Well,
1: I, I think, I think uh, what you're seeing is beautiful and you're, and you're seeing it again and we should have that as the backdrop is you and, and her and the happiness when you get
3: married. Um, well, she's in the room, so, um, I'm trying to do something yet? surprise. Have you proposed uh, yet? You know, we're in preparation stage. It's kind of, com- it's so complex. You no, know, you've been married too, right? I have. Yeah. You still yeah. married?
1: Yeah, still am. Yep. She Perfect. puts up with me.
3: <laughs> she what? She puts how up with me. How long have you been married? Uh, 12, 12 years. Oh man, you know how to make a marriage work. That's a marathon. It is a marathon.
1: It is a marathon. No doubt about it. Have you been married before?
3: Uh, Just, you know, one time I had to get my feet wet, you know, it's peer pressure. Everybody said they went through a divorce. I didn't really want to go through one, but, you know, it's kind of like peer pressure. It's like, I guess I'll try at least (laughs) one divorce on my bucket list, you know. I mean, that way I fit in. Otherwise, I'm kind of weird in today's society. So you're right. And.
1: I don't know if you can appreciate the person you're marrying if you don't have a divorce under your belt, because then there's nothing to measure the, the standard of where you're going. So that's kind of a, a, a neat way of looking at it, too.
3: And let me tell you, that's the most, one of some of the best advice I've heard, except for the fact, you know, w- what if they compare you with their exes, you know, <laughs> and their exes were, you know, something better. I don't know. Who knows? You know, that's the but actually, I wanted to turn it and say, too, I met um, Andrea. I've seen her at all the biggest celebrity events for many years. That's how we originally met. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen her at a lot of the biggest celebrity events. If I had a nickel for every celebrity she introduced me to, like, it, it, I mean, the world couldn't contain it. The universe couldn't contain it. So, you know, uh, I ran into her recently at uh, Super Bowl, right? Super Bowl, Sony Pictures Party, Lee Steinberg. So, yes, that's where I ran into her last. So. And yeah, she talked highly about uh, the show and everything else. So we're super excited and honored to be on this and be part of this. Plus, I know about you and your background, too. I got to see all the guests. I did a little bit of research and I was like, damn, you, you you've interviewed the cream of the crop, some of the top people on the planet and business and uh, development, personal. I mean, what, a, what an incredible job to have and to, to live that kind of experience. I mean, it's unreal, right? Well, I feel very
1: honored, and I, uh, this show's about actually, ironically, honoring people that are making a positive difference in the world. So it's a great conversation to have, and there's so much bad stuff in the world. This, this show's about leadership. It's about showing people they can create abundance and really have a life they love and, <clears throat> and doing the same thing of creating community, which, uh, which is a big part of the Key Spelling Movement. So we want to share your story, and, and not just in the show, but we want to bring you into Dose of Hope. <clears throat> As you know, there's a lot of people that don't believe they can do what you do, and they're missing the part that just is belief belief in practice, belief in themselves.
3: You know what I believe in is I believe in coming up with a good strategy based off other people's strategy that already did it. It's kind of like if I make beef Wellington, you guys say, Wow, this is incredible, you have talent, maybe, but I took the recipe. From and the precision of the ingredients and at the timing from Gordon Ramsay. It's not my recipe. Gordon Ramsay did it. So every right. time he makes that beef wellington, when he follows that exact, exact formula, the exact recipe, the exact timing, the exact proportions, it comes out exact. So we can have the same exact results. So I try to do that same replication, too. So, I mean, you can come up with other things, but I believe in strategy is the most important thing. And seeing if it works, but then also aggressive, aggressive work ethic, aggressive work ethic, because we got we were in an area <clears throat> where society was all about work ethic. Then we mm-hmm. switched to work smart. And when we switched to work smart, somehow that aggressive work ethic disappeared and it just became work smart. And so when you do that aggressive, aggressive grinded work ethic, at the end of the day, you look in the mirror and you're exhausted and say, these are the things I did today you don't need faith, love, hope, or encouragement. You're like, I just know what this is gonna produce. Yeah, I think uh,
1: you're saying this already, but I'm gonna say it for our audience with, it's, it's kind of the hybrid approach. It's, it's having great strategy, having a great work ethic, but taking that little break to make sure the work ethic is, is complementing the strategy at all times. That's right.
3: And what we were talking about is a live activation is trade shows, as we know, the top businesses are in trade shows and they're the top business with the top revenues. Because they do trade shows, Hmm. the top companies that sponsor events can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in sponsorship because they're successful. Because they know that's what works. So I mean, even if you're a vendor and you buy a ten by ten table at a music festival or somewhere, you know anything live activation. You meet people, plus you meet people next to you, sponsors, celebrities. You're part of the. So live activation is the most powerful thing for a lot of businesses. And um, Andre was sharing that you were working with
1: Elon Musk on some cutting-edge technology. Are you at liberty to share?
3: Well, what we did then, that's where we met. uh, That's where I saw her last, was at um, Super Bowl uh, February in Los Angeles. So Elon and NASA, NASA should get more credit. So NASA has continued to work on space technology and space telescopes, you know, scanning for other planets Mm -hmm. and mapping out the universe, so Elon Musk was part of that, too, coming in with SpaceX and NASA. So what we did is they've developed quite a bit of technology um, for mapping out the universe, which is another goal that Elon Musk has. You know, he breaks records in everything that he does in every area. So if you can imagine taking that space telescope that sees billions of light years away, which is just beyond comprehension for our brains— So if you take those space telescopes as huge as they are, imagine converting those into a microscope. So we're able to see photonic light particles. So we can point this camera at you and within three to 10 seconds, we can tell whether you have COVID, uh, other viruses, disease, germs, why? Mm. And it's non-intrusive. Why is the answer to that? because they emit photonic light particles, which we were very aware of, but science and every science in almost 200 countries we have in, in in existence said that we'll never be able to dissect and read and analyze these photonic light particles, but we're aware of them. Well, guess what? Now we can with this microscope. So that's what happened. So it's that just the fun. interpretation software. But yeah, you know, right now we're getting FDA approval on that. So it's kind of on hold. Um, Andrew was part of that too, and saw that with us at Super Bowl. We had a great time, and that's on hold. You know, it's um, it you know we were it was kind of like a pre show, but uh, we were trying to avoid media. But we we had a great time. I mean, it's all in the interpretation software of what what it interprets afterwards. So, and what are, what are,
1: what are one of your big events coming up? What what are you finishing the year off with?
3: We have music festivals. We have a big music festival here in Houston called We Are One Festival. It's huge. It's going to have about thirty thousand people. Um, we have an event in Palm Springs next. Who are month. the acts? Who are some of the acts for the third? Uh, um, we have you know it's younger acts. So we have Doja Cat, Little Wayne, um, mm-hmm. Megan The Stallion's very popular because she did yeah. all the music videos wow. with Kylie Jenner. And romance.
1: She's a big romance, first dance kind of person. So that's pretty cool.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> what is it? Uh, tweaking? They do it. The tw- yeah. No, not tweaking. Yeah. Twerking. Twerking. Twerking, twerking. Yeah. twerking. twerking. Tweaking. Yeah, tweeting.
2: They might be tweaking. Tweeting. I don't
3: know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know. So I mean, uh, and, and we just sponsor these festivals. And we sponsor these trade shows. So we're looking for South by Southwest, which we're going to see both of y'all at, hopefully, coming up in Austin because it'll be back with the pandemic over. We're preparing for AFM American Film Market in November, which is the largest film market in the world. If you want to get TV or movie deals done, it's $1.5 billion in deals just in that week in Santa Monica at the Lowe's Hotel. So that's in uh, November AFM. I mean, there's just too many to name quite a bit. Well, since we have a couple minutes to close,
1: we'd like our audience to learn kind of the programming of how our, our, um, our guests actually created themselves. So we found that these rapid fire questions help us get that information. So what book changed your life?
3: Uh, Unlimited Power,
1: Tony Robbins. Cool. Andrea?
2: What's a song that gets you jazzed up and moving or a band?
1: Incubus Dig. That is a good one. That's a great one. Um, a movie that inspires you? I know you already American
2: mentioned. honey. Yeah. American
1: <laughs> honey. That's <laughs> it. Right. Okay, okay, good. Andrea? Um,
2: a mentor that you uh, want to acknowledge?
1: Al Reese. Who's someone you always want to meet?
3: Dr. Smiley. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Considered done. And Al I mean, Reese, the 22 immutable.
3: 22 way. immutable laws of branding. He yeah. defined branding and positioning to build a brand. Nothing greater on this planet. Required reading for business and life.
2: And Ken, back to you.
3: And what's a quote you live by? Uh, You reap what you sow.
1: 100%.
3: Reap positive, reap work ethic,
1: you'll sow the reward. Beautiful. Well, Sean, you have been amplified, uh, such a pleasure to meet you virtually, on the, and I look forward to meeting you at some of these big events. Uh, what a superstar and, and what a gateway you are to people having access to people that are really making the world go around. You know, in this day and age, <laughs> life works so fast, and this 80-20 rule doesn't work anymore, and neither is 90-10, and it's 99-1 and, and even smaller. I mean, it gets smaller and smaller, and you start seeing the same people because you actually know that's the new rule. Is that cool? I agree. So thank you again, Sean, for spending an hour with us, uh, dropping down some beautiful nuggets. We intend to have uh, our some of our best shows be a page with a, a QR code or some access to the show, but with a download of some of these cool nuggets people share on our show. So thank you. Thank okay. you. We're greatly
3: honored.
2: A shout-out to TK, too, because Sean and I already knew each other from years ago. And then last year, we uh, Sean and I ran into each other and had a few minutes, just a few minutes, too. It was so sad, just to reacquaint. Uh, so thank you, TK, for that uh, ability for us to reconnect. Uh, and then here we start seeing each other and everything again. So thanks, Sean.
3: And, and shout-out to AffluentAttorney.com, Affluent Attorney, our new luxury media company, Media Guide. Yeah, do you want to give a website? Yeah, yeah. Fluentattorney.com. We're developing it. It's like a Rob report. It's a the luxury media guide. So, you know, luxury media events, whiskey tastings, yachts, boats, coverage like that, fun. Also business branding and power profiles. So for sure, we're going to have you as a power profile uh, person on there as well, Dr. Smiley. Well,
1: thank you. Very much appreciate it. You're doing exciting things. We'd love to be a part of it. And that's what Amplified's about. If you're amplifying goodness, more people know about it. You don't distort anything. You keep people happy, right? That's it. 100%. (laughs) Well, I look forward to seeing you soon. And Andrea, if you'll please take us out with our sponsors.
2: Yes, thank you to our sponsors, Bees.Social, The Umbrella Syndicate, The Red Carpet Connection, Perfect Publishing, Ample Affluence, MenFashion.com, MyMakeupLady.com, Voice America, Influencers Channel. And don't forget, please remember www.TheKeepSmilingMovement.org, where we save lives with smiles, by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. Back to you, Ken.
1: And also the affluent attorney. But boom.
2: Oh, I like that. Uh-huh. I hope you, Ooh, we got gang signs now.
1: I hooked you up, brother, because you're cool. Yes. So this is Dr. Smiley. Stay amplified. And if you see anyone that's doing inspiring things, connect them to us because we'd like to amplify their story. Have a great week.